A very warm welcome to all of you to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond webinar today. And today we are talking about Ayurvedic approach to healthy weight loss. Now, this has been one of the most common questions I have been getting, especially post lockdown, where many people were struggling. I mean, there were people struggling before that too. But after the lockdown, this has been a big issue for few of the people and I have been repeatedly asked could you please share some insights as many people were also not able to travel all the way to India or even to Sitaram. So let us start with a prayer. Gurur Brahma, Gurur Vishnu, Gurur Devo Maheshwaraha, Gurur Sakshat Parabrahma, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Om Sahana Vavatu, Sahanao Bunaktu, Sahaviryam Karavavahai, Tejasvina Vadi Tamastu Mavidvishavahai Om Shanti Shanti Shantihi. With all great respect and blessings from the great teachers, gurus, our ancestors, and all the people who lived before us to pass on this lineage, let us share this wisdom of healing that will help us to live our most beautiful life and also living our highest self. Now, coming to the topic. And people ask me, who am I? What do I do? When people ask, what do you do? This is one of the best photos that literally depicts who I am. Like I love this picture that I saw in one of the cartoons. On one hand, you will see people standing in line with a lot of people on the board, toxic pills and surgery. And on the other hand, there is a person sitting on lifestyle change, but there is not any people standing in that queue. So actually, I belong to that person who in that counter of lifestyle change. And my wish is to have more and more people standing in that line where people are looking forward for preventive health care. So on the left hand side, you will see about me, I'm an Ayurvedic doctor. Some people say I'm a nutritionist. Some people even say I'm a psychologist. Some people say I'm a pharmacist because I do give a lot of medications, how they can prepare at home with the herbal uh, combinations. And some people say I'm a holistic health coach. But if there is one word that sums it all up, that is the term Vaidya. Vaidya is a word that is denoted for an Ayurvedic doctor. But if you look at the meaning of the word Vaidya, it stands for anyone who is giving you Vidya. Vidya is wisdom that helps you to become your highest self. And it is because of the wisdom, we are able to understand what is right, what is wrong. And that ability, that intelligence to discriminate that comes from wisdom, not just knowledge, not just junk information. It is a wisdom that will help us to break through that unwanted ignorance or that is helping us to move our better self or to break that old patterns that we, which is not helping us to be where we are supposed to be. So the purpose of this webinar is to bring in a lot of changes which are the root cause analysis and we let us try to understand how a healthy weight loss can be possible. Now, people ask about, doctor, I am not able to lose weight. And sometimes people come to me and say, I want to lose weight. And if they are coming to Sita Ram for a Panchakarma treatment and they come up with an idea, I really want to lose weight. And when I ask them, why do you want to lose the weight? They would say that, oh, I have a wedding going to happen in the next few weeks and I have to look at my best self and I have to wear some very good clothes and I have to look very attractive in that. And at the same time, many of my friends are coming, relatives are coming and I should look at my healthiest self. Now, when, when we come with this kind of a mindset, what happens is 
just for that short period we will do our best and we try to fast we will fast like there is no tomorrow and we will deprive ourselves and deep inside our head we will be waiting for that time when we will have all the food and buffets for that event or the party and when the food becomes accessible we eat with both hands and that food is going to stay with us for much longer time and then people come up with new ideas maybe because weight loss is not something for me even if i lose weight i will put it back very fast so weight loss is something that is just not for me i am destined to be overweight or obese or you know keeping that extra kilos on my hips that is something that i am destined god just did not spare me these are some of the beliefs that people come up with and they come and tell me is there something that you can do just for the short time and after that they go back to their old lifestyle now we have to understand living healthy is the best foundation for a healthy body weight now when people say i want to lose weight what they are meaning to say is i wish to feel energetic i wish to feel light in my body i don't want to feel so heavy because my body is so heavy i am not able to move i am not able to perform the activities at its best and i feel very tired and of course we have many associated problems associated i mean many associated problems because of overweight this could include many conditions which i will be talking in the uh, the later slides so what is health now people ask me what is health and when you ask people what is health they have many different answers to that some people say it is absence of disease some people say i'm just not bedridden i can do what i want to do i have the freedom to travel i have the freedom to eat what i want however irrespective of so many definitions that are available both in uh, western medicine or beat ayurveda or any eastern holistic uh, integrative medicine ultimately it sums up to one question that is am i energetic i am healthy means i am energetic if i can be energetic that means i can do all the thing. and also being energetic means not just for some time i want to be energetic as much as possible i want my body to be at its best now that is what we mean by healthy now how do we get that energy now some people they say that maybe if i lose some weight i feel my energy levels will go up because of my overweight i am not able to perform at my best and my energy is uh, energy levels are quite low so that is what health is actually about energy levels and if you see people drink coffee so that i get more energy people eat some certain food because they feel their energy get can get better people travel to different places because they feel their energy will get better people want to spend with certain people or certain places because they feel the energy is much better there so it's all about how good is your energy and what we can do to improve the energy sometimes we miss the whole bus by climbing the wrong ladder sometimes people diet to such an extreme or over workout to such an extreme that they are completely tired just to look fit looking fit and being healthy are two different things being healthy is about how can i be at my peak performance how can i recover if at all i fall sick once in a while how can i get up early in the morning with lot of energy and freshness and at the same time go to bed at night very tired you see today many people are waking up very tired and going to sleep they are not able to go to sleep because they are full of energy at night because their metabolism 
has been compromised and their hormones are releasing at the wrong times. So, correcting this hormone is also one of the foundations to maintain healthy weight. See, if you see the topic of this webinar, it's about healthy weight loss. We can lose weight, you know, sometimes when people just fall sick, they will lose weight. But we don't want to just lose weight, we want to feel energetic too. And we don't want to look skinny also, we want to look at healthy and we want to look fit and we also want to look attractive so our self-confidence is at its good. And we want to feel good for our own self, whether it is about approval or any validation from anywhere around us. So this ability to feel good, this energy, how I can perform at my best, that is what it zeroes down to what is health. Now, what are the popular techniques that we have for weight loss? You know, there are many weight loss techniques. One of the most famous one is dieting. Okay, I have some event and I have to lose weight. So, the best thing is I am going to deprive myself of food so that I will lose weight. This is one of the most powerful and, uh, well, when I say powerful, it is a very immediate action. If I don't eat for a few days, maybe I will lose some weight. But the problem is, every time people diet, Deep inside their mind, they feel they have deprived and they want to eat as much as possible the moment they finish it. So, they go and try to eat after they finish their dieting. So, that is why just if you see the first three alphabets of the word dieting, D-I-E, it's die. They are not able to make the most out of it. And of course, surgery, liposuctions, people sometimes remove part of the intestine so that they don't put on weight. These are other things. Exercise. It is very good. Sometimes people overtrain and they feel tired. Fasting, also uh, some people do intermittent fasting. Some people don't eat for a few days or even to the extent that it becomes like a disease called anorexia, bulimia. And then people do detoxing once in a while. And the other side of the detoxing is after they detox, they go back to their unhealthy habits and sometimes it can backfire. Now, one of my teachers would say, after detoxing, if you indulge in unhealthy activities, it is like the elephants which used to take shower in a river and afterwards it would go and put all the mud back. It's like after you clean yourself, you don't want to drive on a muddy road. So, sometimes people indulge, they think that I want to detox so that I can get back to my old unhealthy habits and I will be able to enjoy it. Maybe that is not sustainable, but for temporary reasons, it will be beneficial. And some people take fat burner tablets so that by taking that it will help to lose weight. Also, it is a partially placebo effect as well. Now, there are many weight loss treatments also where people do many therapies like wearing a belt that will vibrate around the hips or many other parts of the body so that they feel the fat will be diluted and be eliminated. Now, there are many techniques and still people feel why is it not working for me? Now, there is an underlying factor which we will be addressing today. Now, when people are suffering with overweight or even obesity, it is always not all of these, but some of them, there is always an associated problem with that. Now, polycystic ovarian disease or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Now, thyroid issues. Now, people will be suffering with other metabolic disorders or hormonal imbalance like type 2 diabetes, cardiac ailments, and they feel their energy is too low to perform something recreational, including uh, which includes low sex drive, then some people when they are overweight or obese, they will be prescribed to do if they are suffering with osteoarthritis or any conditions with osteoporosis, the doctors will uh, prescribe them maybe you will have to undergo a knee replacement surgery.
and in my observation just by losing 5 to 10 kilos the knee replacement surgery in majority of the people who have been prescribed that can be eliminated and definitely low self esteem they feel that i am not just able to have a healthy weight now these are just some of the uh, associated conditions it's not just these there are many other conditions including acidity they feel tired of being tired chronic fatigue syndrome could be a part of that and they will have neck pain low back pain and they are not able to focus or brain fog these are also conditions i mean it's not that all these situations are only associated with overweight but people suffering with overweight their tendency to have this or vice versa because they are having these conditions overweight could also be a problem now if you see the word here metabolic disorder what is metabolism in ayurveda we call it as the concept of agni which i will be coming to it now this is a book which is widely referred in ayurveda called ashtanga sangraham this is a sanskrit word which is saying stulasya nahi beshajam now stulasya means a person who is overweight or obese there is no medicine i mean if we have to translate with the right interpretation it is like there is no magic bullet pill for obesity now let us understand why there is no magic bullet pill for obesity now you see two men i found this in some of the social media which i find it two men same age one is like this one is obese now what is the reason is it something to do with genetics or with the lifestyle now we will come to an answer to that now let us understand the meaning of the word sharira which i always tell in most of my Uh, talks and even in my podcast the word sharira means that which keeps dying every moment every split seconds billions of cells in our liver are dying and the new cells are being formed every 4 months red blood cells are dying and the new red blood cells are being formed according to some scientists every 7 years except for the lens in our eyes we become completely new so the word sharira means we are a constant dying and being born mechanism no it's like the statement you can never step into the same river twice a living body it is like a river it keeps flowing the water is eliminating and the new water keeps coming now so sharira means that which keeps eliminating waste every moment now how do you know if somebody is alive now there are many reasons why we say people are somebody is alive because the pulse rate is there the heart rate is there but one of the main reason is they feel their waste elimination is happening so like uh, if somebody is breathing and that means that person is alive what we actually mean is he is eliminating carbon dioxide so that is why in ayurveda an ayurvedic doctor is fanatically obsessed with the toilet habits of a person that is why they even joke if an ayurvedic doctor is asking you how are you he actually might be meaning did you go to toilet it's just like to seeing waste elimination is a sign of life and if your waste elimination is compromised your energy is also compromised so the difference between a living body and dead body is living body is constantly eliminating waste and dead body stops eliminating waste now see this is uh, a f- picture especially if you watch some bollywood movies or in some movies you will see that Uh, there is a heroine who is about to drive a car and some villain or some guy comes and keeps a tennis ball in the exhaust pipe the moment somebody keeps that exhaust uh, tennis ball in the exhaust pipe they are not able to start the car or uh, you know move the ride the car 
because the moment you keep the tennis ball the waste elimination gets blocked when the waste elimination is blocked what happens is the flow of energy that natural cycle is also affected that is why waste elimination is a sign of life now even if you go on a highway and if you see a chimney how do you know that there is life there i mean how do you know if that factory is functioning you will see that there is pollution that's a sign of life now in ayurveda every disease that you take you can classify it into two types diseases of overconsumption and diseases of malnourishment now diseases of overconsumption are including like overweight obesity all of this falls under overconsumption malnourishment includes things like anemia dehydration hypoglycemia or vitamin deficiency all of this falls under this category you take any disease we can put it under any of these two categories and if you see the diseases of overconsumption and diseases of malnourishment and today we also have a new term overfed and undernourished now if you see in these two categories diseases of overconsumption malnourishment ayurveda says treating diseases of malnourishment is much easier than treating diseases of overconsumption the reason is if somebody is deprived of something you just need to top it up in the body let's say somebody is dehydrated you give them water somebody is having vitamin deficiency you supplement them or you get them exposed so that they are able to receive those vitamins but on the other hand let's say the somebody is having gouty arthritis and the uric acid levels are high we just cannot eliminate that uric acid just like that or somebody is having a plaque because of high levels of cholesterol or atherosclerosis which means there is a block in the natural flow of energy in the body we cannot eliminate it like that it is very difficult that is why in ayurveda it is mentioned there is no magic bullet pill for treating obesity or overweight we have to cut it at the root cause now we spoke about the metabolism now the word agni has a lot of meaning some people call it fire some people call it the metabolism in a person however here when we call it the metabolic fire what we mean is the ability of the body to convert food into energy that ability to convert that is what is called as agni for example if there is a car the petrol or the gas that you put in how much it is able to efficiently convert that into horsepower that denotes the agni of that automobile same way in a human being the ability to convert the food consumed into good energy and at the same time eliminate the waste material that is what is called as agni so some people say why is it that i am not able to lose weight when others are eating much more than me it all zeroes down to the concept of agni some people their agni is fantastic some people the agni gets deranged now if we see what the purpose of this webinar healthy weight loss ayurvedic approach to healthy weight loss we can also rename it as how to balance your agni because once we balance the agni everything becomes easier because that is one single thread when you pull everything becomes normal now let us see some of the quotes about agni in ayurveda now this is a very famous quote which many ayurvedic doctors love to quote roga sarve abhi mandagna every disease 
has an origin in imbalanced agni this is one and one of my uh, teachers raghavan tilumanapad sir he used to always say esha sara chikitsayam yad agni parirakshati which means the whole purpose of any treatment is to protect the agni of the person so if you ask how long did you study ayurveda to an ayurvedic doctor and if he says i studied for 5 and a half years what he meant is for 5 and a half years i was being trained under how to balance the agni of a person and if he says i did a post graduation for another 3 years i did a super speciality to understand how can i improve the agni of a person in different aspects of his life because once the agni is there it will correct itself we don't have to reinvent the wheel and that is why one of the famous quotes of dr deepak chopra he says that our body is the greatest pharmacy ever to be devised every medicine that we buy from a pharmacy it is actually a chemical replica of what is already inside our body and it comes at the right dosage it comes with the right prescription and without any side effects and the user manual is already there inside the body and this pharmacy is what we call it as agni because beat a painkiller beat an antibiotic beat an antimicrobial uh, element in our it is all there in our body and we just need to release it at the right time but in order to do that we have to balance our agni now let us understand where did we miss the bus where is our agni going wrong now emotional eating this is one of the biggest underlying factors not just with overweight obesity i even see it in many hormonal imbalances including polycystic ovarian syndrome or be it with thyroid issues in all of these i see a lot of such issues with emotional eating now let us understand why do we emotionally eat first of all on the right hand side you will see a lot of sugar on the left hand you see a lady who is not keeping well and she is trying to meet her needs to with the food first of all our brain is designed about 200000 years old and 200000 years old our brain was designed in such a way that we can we are designed in such a way that we want to eat as much sugar salt and fried food as possible the reason is at that point of time we never knew when the next food is going to be available and when the next food is not available whenever food was available we have to eat it and that is how our brain is designed because when we were living in forest in a tribal uh, surroundings and also in our primal nature whenever food was available we were supposed to eat and food is security when you eat food you feel safe you feel secure and today we are exploited with our inherent needs of sugar salt and fried food and if you see all the junk foods this is blended with these three elements you will see most of the junk foods it will have these three elements if it has to be a junk food it will have these three elements as its major components one it's it is sweet in nature or it is salty in nature or it will be fried and crunchy the reason why it's crunchy is when it is crunchy we are meeting our primal needs we feel that we are having enough fat because once you consume fat we feel we have enough energy to deal with the problems now this is one of the beautiful quotes some people say it was told by hippocrates but at the same time i see a lot of such similarity in ayurvedic approach of treatment before you heal someone ask him if he is willing to give up the things that made him sick because if he is not willing to give we are just looking for a symptomatic relief so uh, how to understand where is this emotional eating coming from now you see here 
sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine and our body loves sugar i mean love sugar doesn't mean it is going to be good for us because anything that which is sweet it is having one of the most inherent inherent elements which is glucose which is the foundation or currency of our energy but what happens when we are just going with that taste but when it is entering our system we tend to debar or derange or compromise our agni or our metabolism and on the right hand you will see uh, the the problem with all these junk foods every time you eat you are unconsciously you're giving up your willpower because there is a limit how much you can fight gravity and that is why they say once you consume sugar or anything that which is sweet your willpower goes for a toss there is very little possibility you can control yourself and regarding the willpower and discipline i will be talking about it in the later stages so in kerala we have this statement certain times don't go and catch the tail tail of a tiger because once you catch that the tiger's mouth is going to come behind you and you have to keep on running and that is what happens with such elements like sugar or junk foods not very soon i mean just like in the 1960s and 70s they were advertising uh, cigarettes as a way of cigarette smoking will help you to lose weight and also uh, before you will see that even today if you see to some countries they put energy drinks as just sugar drinks as energy drinks even for little kids and many companies are trying to mask the name of sugar in different names so that people don't understand this is having sugar one of the worst things you can do is whenever you see something which is zero calories or no added sugar what they are meaning is they are putting aspartame or different chemicals which may not have calories but it is worse than having the real sugar because it is tricking your brain your glycemic index can go up once your glycemic index go up your metabolism comes to a complete Uh, over the roof so what can we do here and there is a uh, one of the historians he was saying during the time of agricultural revolution when it started in 10000 bc the sugar consumption was about 20 teaspoons per year and today the consumption of sugar is about 22 teaspoons per day and it has skyrocketed and that is why today we have more diseases because of abundance problem than because of scarcity issues i mean there are people who are dying because of malnourishment but there are 10 times more people dying because of overconsumption and that is because of the excess manufacturing of these junk foods and also availability now when it comes to the emotional eating when you eat sugar people say that i want to eat more and more sugar the reason is when you eat sugar on one hand you feel satisfied your gastronomic pleasures are met but on the other hand your body is not having any nutrients it is not meeting all the nutritional needs that it is supposed to have that is why in ayurveda we say that your food should be a combination of all the six tastes because in ancient times we never had the concept of calories we all understood because of the greatest laboratory that we have were like little kids we were all tasting it with our tongue so having all the six tastes on those days when we did not have this chemical refined white sugar or any other tastes when you have all the six tastes you are having a wholesome food you are meeting all your nutritional requirements but today when you just consume just for the sweet what is happening is 
your body is being deprived of other nutrition so it keeps on wanting to eat more and then you feel tired and when you feel tired your brain is communicating you need to eat more food because tiredness means i need to eat more food and more food means i will have energy and that is why this picture of this tiger and somebody catching the tail of the tiger because once you get into this hole it is again like catching the tail of the tiger so how can we come out of that so being an ayurvedic doctor one of our treatment is how to let you let go of this tiger's tail and escape in such a way that this tiger will not come back behind you now that is what we will be talking from now on now also uh, when you get access to so much of unhealthy food your cravings and your will power is also out of control and apart from this you know people's ability to move and perform this has also reduced and they are not able to even people sometimes when they are climbing the stairs they feel their heart is panting their breathing is compromised and many issues are happening because of this overweight so how do we go ahead as this is a one hour talk we have to come to the solution as soon as possible now there are many various reasons why this is happening why people are overweight definitely it's a system of result of the environment that we are living in we live in a place where food availability is very high our physical movement is very less and on top of that we feel stuck so how do we go ahead now when people say that i want to have an immediate weight loss they are asking the wrong questions now one of the things that i always learned if it all depends on your priority now many people think health should be a priority after they retire from their work till then they have to work their family is their priority their work and career is their priority they need to make sure they have enough bank savings so that they can live the rest of their life or they need to save for the rainy day so depending on whatever is your priority your actions will be defined with those priorities now let's say family is your priority what will happen is you will always want to make sure that whatever is the work i will stop because i want to get back to my family there is a family event the work can wait i will go there and if your boss comes and tells you no you will have to finish this job only then you can go to your event maybe one or two nights you might stay late at night and finish the work but again if your boss comes and tells you no you have to stay you might look for a new job you will say that this is not something i want to continue because family is my priority the same with work if work is your priority you might compromise on your family you might compromise on your other aspects your friends and even uh, to have some vacation for yourself because work is what is important for me because you associated if you keep work as your priority that will give you freedom for what you want or if you keep family as your priority that will give you the bonding and the connection that you want but what happens is if you don't keep health as your priority your family can suffer your work can suffer and you can definitely also suffer but if you keep health as the priority what happens your efficiency in your work will go up your family life will be better because you will be more emotionally available and you will be healthy enough to deal with all the problems the family could happen family could go through at the same time you will be there as a loving person in your family so that is why if you want to have a healthy weight loss one of the first step is we have to make our identity that i am a healthy person i want to be known as someone who is very healthy who is fit and also emotionally stable 
Now this has to be our new identity. Unless we make that new identity, it is going to be very difficult because otherwise it will be like a yo-yo effect. And that is why in Ayurveda it is mentioned, whether it is your materialistic needs that you want to pursue or spiritual needs you want to pursue or any desires that you want to pursue, the foundation of all of this is a healthy body. And in order to have that healthy body, you have to have belief in Ayurveda, which is the wisdom of life that will help you living your highest and healthiest self. So the first step is we need to keep a mindset. I want to be healthy and I want to be known as a healthy person. And my identity is I am a healthy person. Some people have, I want to be known as an intelligent person. I want to be known as a fun person. I want to be known as someone who is always having an optimistic mindset. Like that, make your number one value and priority and your mindset that I am a healthy person. The moment you make this decision and the moment you make this as your number one priority, whatever I am going to tell next, it will become much easier to follow that. Now, definitely there is one, uh, one of this quote, this is one thing that I love, this is about uh, from James Clear from the book called Atomic Habits. He talks about the more disciplined your environment is, the less discipline you need to be. Don't swim upstream. So once you make health as your priority, what happens is you will start redesigning your environment. In case if you are buying unhealthy food, you will stop buying that. In case you are hanging out with people who are unhealthy, maybe you might think, I have to detach. Maybe I can still spend time with my friends who are having unhealthy habits, but maybe I'll just be there as a friend, but I'm not going to partake that unhealthy habits of them. And there is even a proven uh, scientific study. If you spend time with people who are having unhealthy habits, there is higher chances that you will also intake those unless you separate like people. If you spend time with obese people, you will there are 57% more chances that you will also become overweight. So when you make your mindset that I want to be healthy, what happens is you start thinking, should I go for this event? Should I go to this restaurant? Or maybe I should cook healthy at home. I should stop buying food that are not healthy for me. I should stop, you know, putting things into my head that are not healthy either. Maybe I should enroll to a yoga studio or maybe I should go and do some Ayurveda treatment. Or maybe I should enroll for a gym and hire a personal trainer. Maybe I should read more about nutrition. All these thoughts will start coming up once you start making I want to be healthy because I respect myself. It is only because of my healthy body, I will be able to achieve what I want at the same time contribute to others for their happiness. Now, in Ayurveda, the very first chapter of advice, I mean the first chapter, it is about the introduction. Soon after the introduction, the very first chapter, it is called as Dinacharya. Now, in Dinacharya, the very first advice, if you ask what is the first medical advice given in Ayurveda for longevity, it is get up early in the morning, that is in Brahma Muhurta, which is between 3.30 and 6 a.m. Learn to be an early riser and go to bed early. Now, why I am talking about circadian rhythm? Circadian rhythm is just like there is a timing for everything. After the sun sets, animals relax and they go to sleep. The same is with us, but after Newton invented the light bulb and we also start working three shifts, our circadian rhythm went for a toss. Till 1970s, there was no disease called as non-alcoholic liver cirrhosis or non-alcoholic fatty liver. 
it is only after the 70s people started diagnosing fatty liver where people were not even taking a sip of alcohol and actually when uh, when alcoholics who came to know about this they started becoming very happy uh, at least they are getting it without the benefit of alcohol at least i am having this disease but at least on one hand i enjoyed alcohol but the point is why are people without even alcohol consuming alcohol where did they get this fatty liver it is because they were staying very late at night and they were consuming heavy amount of food that is very difficult for the body to digest it is proven people who are sleep deprived crave for more unhealthy food and their will power takes a dip compromising on your sleep is like slow euthanasia you are killing on yourself in ayurveda there is a chapter in charaka samhita called trisreshaniyam which talks about the three pillars that will lead to a person's longevity and vitality just three pillars and the first pillar is about nidra which means how good is your sleep rest and recovery and the more you are able to rest and recover your ability to perform at your best is much higher but if your sleep is deprived we wake up very tired and when we are tired we want more coffee or more sugar or more red bull or we tend to binge more because we want some energy and what happens is at night we are so awake so energetic and we say and we self proclaim or self declare i am a night owl and then this cycle continues and in the morning we start calling ourselves i am a night person and not a morning person and in ayurveda there is a disease called as vata raktam which is the spectrum of disease where in modern medicine all the diseases of autoimmune disorders arthritis inflammatory disorders all of this can put under the spectrum of vata raktam and the main cause of causes of vata raktam one of them is staying late at night and sleeping during daytime because when you do not surrender to biology when you do not surrender to the earth's magnetic field energies what happens is we are fighting gravity so we have to surrender to this circadian rhythm if we have to be healthy if we want to lose weight just observe if you if your body is not getting enough sleep the message that we are telling the body is something is not correct there is some emergency situation because thousands of years ago humans stayed awake if there is an emergency because they didn't have such entertainments at night and today even though we are staying awake because of some entertainment but our body is responding the same way how it was responding many thousands of years ago it feels that there is some stress happening so our body tends to release a lot of stress hormones every time stress hormones are released we tend to store more fat because fat storage is a sign that i need to save for the rainy days so that is why sleep deprivation is one of the major factors where people come and say i don't know for me i am not able to lose weight just try correcting your sleep just try it for 3 weeks and see what happens and that is why sometimes when people come to sitaram uh, we tell them you know it's not just the treatment what is happening here in this retreat is we are putting you in a routine the environment is here here is in such a way that you have to go to sleep on time there is no television in the room and the wifi is only in the common areas and the food is on time and when you follow this routine what happens is your body will auto correct itself we don't have to reinvent the wheel it is not rocket science our body is again the greatest intelligent healer ever devised it is the greatest miracle ever devised in the planet earth and we just need to follow certain rules certain inputs will give the right outputs so 
Surrendering to the circadian rhythm is one of the best things you can do to improve your immunity and also sometimes people say if you want to age faster just compromise on your sleep you will look much older in a very short period but if you want to look younger be a disciple of sleep and that too in ayurveda we have three shifts in the day like the the morning period afternoon period and the evening period just like vata pitta and kapha after 10 o'clock is when before i mean from 6 pm to 10 pm that is the time of kapha kala and that is the time when we will have the first wave of feeling sleepy and if we catch that wave and if we go to sleep at that time then our sleep is fantastic and but if we stay awake late at night if you are going to sleep at 12 or 1 what happens is we will have to fight a lot to go to sleep and we will wake up tired and that is why people say even though 8 hours is what is required but you try going to sleep at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock even if you get up at 8 o'clock we there is a possibility that person can wake up tired that is because when you surrender to the circadian rhythm after the sunset earlier you go to sleep much better now people might question how about in some northern arctic regions where during the summer time the sun never sets however let us follow this ayurvedic time schedule between 6 and 10 i would say between 8 8 pm and 10 pm if you can get into deep sleep before 10 or latest by 11 the worst case scenario and try to wake up by 6 o'clock that is one of the best gifts you can do when it comes to weight loss so many people say once they corrected their sleep their hormones hormones got balanced they feel much better their energy levels are much better they are able to get more work done in less time all of this are happening so getting into right sleep rhythm is one of the foundations for healthy weight loss and also in the coming webinars in the next sundays i will be talking specially on the circadian rhythm on sleep and also on topics of hormonal imbalance like polycystic ovarian syndrome and thyroid issues which many people were asking me so this is one aspect now sleep make it as one of your most important priority if you say health is my priority it also means sleep is my important priority do not compromise on that and in ayurveda we say that vata is the most powerful dosha because when vata is deranged everything can go out of control and that is why we call nervous system called nervous because it is highly prone to being nervous and when you sleep we make it less prone for the nervous system to get nervous and that is the power of good sleep and with food you know there are so many nutritional advices that are available So according to Ayurveda now let us just understand few of them bring all the six tastes and don't just focus on one of the tastes even if you love sweet or even if you love salt just try to bring all the six tastes into your food and eat food that are as close to nature as possible now there is a questions people will ask should i eat on time or should i eat when i'm hungry but according to ayurveda you should train your body in such a way that you are hungry on time and then when you eat on time that is when your metabolism is perfect just like we say that you need to have a rhythm for sleep same thing with food when you have a rhythm and schedule for sleep what happens is you are telling your body you live in a very safe environment food availability is always there and when your body feels safe its tendency to store fat will also reduce it is every time when the body doesn't feel safe it wants to store as much fat as possible that is why some people say i put on weight much faster than somebody else who can eat much more than me 
you try eating you don't have to diet and starve yourself to death try to eat regularly and first of all maybe the first time you may not be hungry on time for that the best way to start is start eating when you are hungry and when you are eating don't eat so heavy so that you miss the next meal eat in such a way that you will be hungry by the next meal time and that way you will be able to maintain this so sleeping on time and having a schedule where you are hungry on time and then eating on time with healthy food so that you are also hungry for the next meal that is one of the most powerful rejuvenative anti-aging immunity booster vitality booster techniques you can do for yourself and okay there are so many nutritional advice because nutrition is one of the most controversial topics the same author will come up with a new edition say that sorry my previous edition i had written something wrong so and also in ayurveda there is this concept called as vipaka and i would say this is the best nutritional advice vipaka is after you eat the after taste if you feel heavy that means that food is not good for you or you need to improve your digestion after food if you feel light that is fantastic how to know if the food you ate is good it is not at the time of eating if that is making you feel good that is design that defines how the good food is a good food can be defined after you eat you feel fantastic you feel full of vitality and energy you don't feel sluggish you don't feel bloated you don't have allergies and you don't feel like oh my god how did this happen and your cravings will go up so healthy food is afterwards you feel very light so this is the whole concept of when it comes to nutrition and of course exercise don't try to overtrain yourself but do exercise in half strength half strength is every day after the exercise you have to feel alive you have to feel energetic but if you are feeling tired if you are feeling dehydrated if you are having injuries if you are feeling a uh, lot of headaches happening then you are overtraining that is not helping you the, as i said health is energy whatever you are doing we want to have sustained energy but if you are overdoing it then it will create some problems regarding that and in ayurveda it is mentioned your exercise should be daily and it should be half your strength half your strength means after that exercise you feel you have lot of energy to find uh, you know do the rest of the events in that day so that is what is called as ardha shakti now some people ask me is there any ayurvedic medications for uh, weight loss please do remember these ayurvedic supplements that i am saying it is just by taking this it is not going to make you lose weight it is like you know if i am if i am very good at running maybe if i have a very good shoes that will help me to run better just because i have a fantastic expensive shoes doesn't mean your running will get better on one hand you need to have a very good intention and you need to perform at the same time parallelly when you take such herbal supplements this will help and one of my favorite prescription in my experience is shiva gulika this is a kerala based preparation and in sitaram we make it hand rolled in our traditional formulation one of the main ingredient is called as shilajit but the shilajit is not just it has to be processed with seven other herbs so that our body's inflammations are reduced if you are holding to excess fat it will melt it and why it is called shiva gulika this is according to the story when is when it is written it is told that lord shiva was very afraid of lord ganesha eating too much of food and on one hand he is such an intelligent uh, son of lord shiva so in order to protect him and keep him healthy because he is suffering with diseases of overconsumption he designed this medicine called as shiva gulika 
and that is why this is something but i also recommend please do take a ayurvedic doctor's consultation so this will be helpful to you there are so many fat burners that are available but something that i always recommend is shiva gulika is one of them and also this is also another thing varadi kashaya tablet a very very good uh, medicine that will help to burn the fat but at the same time this also improves the iron levels in a person's body now apart from this what all the things ayurveda can do as i mentioned all these routines and healthy habits some people say still doctor i am not able to follow these healthy habits is there something i can do to improve definitely there are some ayurvedic treatments maybe this will be a good jump start for you don't go to an ayurvedic treatment that i want to lose weight and after i come back then i want to continue my old lifestyle go to an ayurvedic treatment with the mindset i want to change myself i want to come out of my unhealthy habits so that i can enter into new habits maybe we might do that and later we might come back but don't give up again go train yourself i want to become my healthiest self so some of the ayurvedic treatments one is called udvartanam udvartanam this is a dry powder massage which we do in sitaram especially if there is excess fat or metabolic conditions now the powder when we keep scrubbing on the skin we are you know informing the body where we are storing the excess fat stop storing the fat because once every time we keep on tapping on the body and scrubbing it we are making it difficult for the fat storage to stay dormant now this is one aspect in uh, in sometimes we blend this powder with some herbal liquids and do a scrub just that it depends on if they have a very dry skin we blend this powder with some uh, herbal liquid and then we scrub that is also giving fantastic result this is one of the therapies that we do the other one is kiri or potli you see today the biggest poison is sitting sitting is called as the new poison because when our body is not designed to sit it is designed to move and we have muscles so that we can run and escape and enjoy the beauty of life and today because of the sitting our muscles will take the form of whatever is the dormant position that we follow throughout the day and because of that people will have pain in the neck pain in the lower abdomen especially if they are overweight neck pain and low back pain is something that which is very common with them so this kiri is a fantastic ayurvedic therapy where we break that stiffness in the body we have to break the stiffness at the same time not injure the body so it has to be a very slow process so with the heat after some application when we do this therapy our body becomes more flexible we want it flexible at the same time we want it to be steady so that is kiri is one of the therapies that will help and of course oil massage it helps to activate the lymphatic system and it improves the blood circulation and also skin is the largest organ of elimination we eliminate lots of toxins so by doing these therapies we are eliminating lot of stuff that is inside our system and not only that it also helps to enhance people's good emotions because when we feel each and every part of our skin is massaged we feel more elated we feel safe that is why skin touch is considered one of the most powerful therapies to make a person safe at the same time if it is done in the proper manner and shirodhara one of the reasons why shirodhara is known as one of the uh, the face of ayurveda the pineal gland or the third eye chakra this is one region where people have uh, you know have lot of stress you know sometimes when people are very upset you know they keep their hand on the forehead and keep it like this the same way when we are letting a flow of liquid it could be water it could be a warm oil on our forehead 
we are communicating to our nervous system things are safe because a flowing water with a soothing sound or even when you dip a hand on a flowing stream we feel so calm we feel so relaxed because that flow is a sign of life and it is a sign of prana and it is a sign of vitality so when we are in connection with that whenever there is flow we feel our energy is also in good flow and our health is also good the same aspect when we are flowing it on our forehead especially on the pineal gland region or the third eye chakra when that oil is keeping poured our body relaxes fantastic and that is why during the evening times in some people who are having difficulty to fall asleep or even anxiety issues after doing shirodhara they feel so relaxed and much better it's not in some people apart from shirodhara there are other treatments like nabhi vasti where we pour oil on the umbilical region because according to ayurveda umbilical region is the area where we were connected to our mother's energy that was the first area where good energy would come to us or the nutrition would come to us so whenever we poured oil in the umbilical region a person will relax very soon so if you take most of the diseases like chronic uh, inflammatory gut disorders irritable bowel syndrome all of that has a lot to do with anxiety and depression and doing these treatments also eliminating the excess fat from the system like udvartanam abhyangam and all of this and associated with a uh, meditation yoga what happens is that person is completely becoming new and pirichal this is another fantastic therapy that is done in ayurveda when we pour warm oil over the body what is happening this warmness help to melt the excess fat in our system and the warmness also opens up the blocked pores and at the same time the good news with this is we are also not drying our skin because of the presence of oil so on one hand it is weight loss it activates the lymphatic system at the same time it nourishes our skin it's a very laborious process it, but it really helps to enhance the feel good factor of a person it improves the skin tone and we ex- eliminate lot of excess fat in our system now also panchakarma now p- please do understand this therapy of panchakarma this is not something that needs to be done at home it has to be done under proper medical supervision and all these therapies that i mentioned previously there are some prefer- preparatory therapies and afterwards the panchakarma is done and after the panchakarma post recovery also has to be done some of them are including vomiting therapy if they are having excess mucus in the upper part we do that but it is not that we do it to every person who is coming for a panchakarma treatment all the five therapies are not done usually one or two or to the maximum three therapies are done depending on the condition so there are five therapies like vamanam nasyam where we clear up the nasal pathway especially people with overweight they will have the issues of snoring or sleep apnea this is one therapy that will help to relieve them from that and once the sleep improves their energy also improves their cravings will also reduce and their overall health will just get better just like the dominoes effect and the other one is virechanam where we clean the gut we give you some medicines and we flush out the toxins in your gut but this is also done only to certain people but if they are suffering with conditions like hemorrhoids or fistula or bleeding per rectum these things cannot be given to them and enema according to ayurveda it is the king of all therapies or half treatment just by doing enema all the other treatments are the rest of the half because the majority of the toxins in the body lies in the large intestine and by cleaning the large intestine we are actually clearing up half of the toxins in our system and bloodletting again this is not for everyone only for those who are having some psoriatic problems or skin lesions or high blood pressure 
or if they are having a skin problems where they need more healing. In such situations, bloodletting is a very powerful therapy and after these therapies, they also have to recover that. Now, uh, these are the things that we do in our uh, clinic, Sitaram Beach Retreat. It's an NABH accredited Ayurvedic hospital. Now, the whole purpose of this place, why I created, because environment is one of the greatest supporting factor for habit change. And definitely coming here, it is helping us to get into what it means to live healthy. And this is also one step we take it back home and how to live a healthy environment. So at home, what I tell people when you go back, first remove all the unhealthy stuff from your refrigerator and make sure your refrigerator is full of healthy stuff and learn the art of cooking and learn to connect with your food and eat together and have this mindfulness of eating. And this need to be mindful, this is so important for us. And because we live in a world where everything has to be fast. You know, there is more to life than just adding speed. And in fact, all the metabolic disorders that people are suffering from is they are impatient and they want things very fast. They are eating like there is no tomorrow. They are consuming like whether it's information, whether it's uh, food consumption, whatever that is going inside our system, be very choosy about that. Don't let anything and everything to enter our system. And that is why Panchakarma, Ayurveda treatments, yoga, mindfulness, healthy eating, this is becoming more and more important and relevant today than any other time. Now, these are some of the photos of our place where we connect with nature because connecting with nature is so important because when we connect with nature, we feel alive. We feel connection with our inner self. So, thank you for the questions, I mean, thank you for the participation and for the next Sunday, we will be talking on the uh, topic Ayurvedic management for post-COVID recovery and rejuvenation. This is one question that I keep getting with many consultations. They are suffering after the COVID, they feel tired, they feel this, this taste is still not good. So, the next Sunday, the same time, I will be discussing about this and now we can go over to the questions. So, one of the questions that I see, will you also address perimenopausal issues? Yes, one of the coming days, one of the, the topics that will be talked about is menopause and also women's health disorders. Now, what are the two herbs that act as fat burners in Ayurveda? Like I mentioned, two herbal combinations. One is, uh, we, talk, we spoke about Shiva Gulika, which you can access it in the website, sitaramayurveda.com and also Varadi Kashaya tablet. And fat burners, Gokshura is a very good uh, herb that will help to eliminate excess water in the body. That is one thing I recommend to people. However, a combination is always better than single herbs in many conditions. So, all those who have attended, thank you so much. And you will be getting the show notes, key takeaways. And also, we will be getting the link for this recording. Now, a few questions. Anything for adrenal fatigue? Uh, definitely for adrenal fatigue, the first thing is just following the circadian rhythm, it will completely help them to recover. Many people who are having adrenal fatigue, on one hand, they did not have a proper uh, stress control and on another topic, it needs another topic completely regarding the discussion on adrenal fatigue. 
I'm suffering from neck issues, C3, C7 and nerve impingement issues leading to numbness and sleep paralysis. I would recommend you to have a personal consultation so this can be uh, helped you and guide you in the right proper manner. And if you can check vigneshdevraj.com, you will get the access to how to do the consultations. Anything on diet control, more than the diet control, uh, one of the things you can do is eliminate all the unhealthy stuff from your table and from your home so that you are able to access only healthy food. Out of sight is out of mind. And the, there is a research done. What they say is, what makes healthy disciplined people disciplined compared to undisciplined? Is it something to do with their willpower? And what they found out was it has nothing to do with willpower, just that disciplined people avoid going to places where they have to use willpower in the first place. So if you have, a, if you have sweet tooth, avoid going to places where you will have access to sweet or stop buying sweet at your home so that you don't have to fight that willpower, rather you can use that energy to do good things. So that is one thing about diet control I recommend. I think I have insulin resistance connected to high cortisol and therefore adrenal fatigue. Would love for you to talk about this next time. Sure, please do contact uh, vigneshdevraj.com. You'll be able to have the uh, contact with me. What's your recommendation to improve sleep? One of the greatest recommendations that I feel best is... See, the greatest enemy of sleep is mental engagement. So, if you want to sleep at night after 8 o'clock... Don't engage in things that will excite you or give you anxiety. Always indulge in things that are boring and that will keep you calm. So, they, so that way you will be able to sleep faster. And of course there are herbs that will be helpful like ashwagandha in some people. All of that are good but uh, one of the best ways is to uh, avoid any mental engagement after 8 o'clock. Yes, we will be doing the class on hormonal balancing. In every Sunday, we will be having a webinar on various topics. You can please write to me in that uh, newsletter that you received. I'm happy to receive all the feedbacks and we will have more content. And as I mentioned, lifestyle is the foundation of healthy living and healthy, uh, white, full of vitality. So we will be discussing on that. So thank you all. I wish you all the best. And also do listen to the podcast Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond. It is available in... Spotify and Apple iTunes podcast and all these sessions will also be uploaded there in the later days for your own reference. Thank you all. Thank you.